Episode 3, where there were some really good things and some really not so good things. It was it was a bit of both. It was a bit of everything, a bit of variety. Two sides of the same coin. I don't, I don't have any other analogies. Uh, you know, the opposite day. The, the You get the idea. Doesn't matter. Before we begin, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands in which we record this podcast and play our football for us today. That is the lands of the Wurundjeri people. Sovereignty was never ceded and it always was, always will be Aboriginal land. So, action-packed podcast today. I am your host, Taryn. With me, as always, Fiona Dotchie-Holland. What is going on, perhaps? Hello, everyone. I'm excited to be here. I didn't play on the weekend, so I'm just excited to get the lowdown on each game. Yep, yep. Both of us uh, weren't there on Sunday, so both of us very excited to hear what went on. Our first guest today from State 3, Claire, CC, Cornship, returning Hello. podcast guest. How are you doing? Yeah, doing well. It was good weather yesterday, so got that vitamin D. <laughs> love that love that um I, I tried to have a witty comeback I was I don't know I don't know what the weather was like in Melbourne yesterday so I I I'm glad it was good um also a returning guest but now one of the enemies Maria from Monash City Villarreal how you doing how's everyone yeah, good. Thanks for asking. I hope everyone else listening just said, yeah, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. And for the first time on the podcast, except for a very brief cameo in the final episode, we have a midfield maestro who said she was a left back, but then became a midfield maestro, Kirsten. Hello. Woo-hoo. Welcome. Hello. How are you? Great. Fantastic. I love <laughs> everyone asking me this question over and over. I'm good i've never been better all right let's get cracking first game on the weekend we'll start with state three normally we're going chronological order they were both at 3 p.m on sunday because the state three game was moved from friday night to sunday afternoon it was a fairly heavy loss unfortunately in the end cc can you take us through the game uh, and what happened while you were getting all of that stunning vitamin D? <laughs> yeah, so I think it's important to note first, we hadn't really played many games together as a team, well, any games together as a team before the start of the season, which I think uh, we realise now that these are kind of like our practice matches and getting used to the team, getting used to Gertie, Gertie getting used to us, so... We, yeah, we're making mistakes and learning along the way. So that game was definitely a learning experience. We were 
I this was my first game back. I've been coming back from injury and uh thrown into the deep end as a center defender because Dachi was away. Uh so that was terrifying, particularly Amazing. because I'm so glad to hear this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> particularly because I knew Maria's gonna <laughs> do a lot of damage. So um anyway, we went into it. The grass was pretty long and I was very tired even in the warm-up and I think everyone was a bit like oh okay this is gonna be a long game uh and yeah we I think we started like kind of okay but um quickly got kind of a goal I can't remember how far in it might have been 10 minutes um but it didn't really get better from there in the first half I think we conceded eight uh it's yeah, it was warm. We actually ended up having uh, one injury, or not injury, uh, Mars had a bit of a sore knee, so he didn't get put on uh, just in case. So we ended up with two subs. Uh, so not the best for the weather. And uh, we uh, did a few good passes, but we weren't really getting ourselves together that well so uh it was a very defensive game on our half uh and then trying to remember uh one really annoying highlight that was off pitch is that a random guy came up to Gertie and started giving her coaching advice (laughs) um sorry like we were we were I don't know how many nil down I think it was at the end of the first half and a guy walking his dog he's like oh he walked up to Gertie said oh sorry um I just wanted to say that I think your defense is a bit wide and (laughs) (laughs) proceeded to kind of explain the issues that he had with our team playing which was like the audacity I don't know how Um, to verbalize in a family friendly way how angry that makes me (laughs) like yes what the hell well how did Gertie respond that's what I Um, know she's always very calm and collected in those times uh she (laughs) said I appreciate your feedback probably four or five times and then he left and then I think she had to collect herself for a moment uh, oh. because it was, I think it was just before the half game. So she had to, you know, think about what she was going to say to us and everything like that. Uh, so that was a <laughs> interesting scenario. And then <laughs> I think in the second half, we, we went much better. We uh, strengthened in the defence a little bit. Um, I personally thought we had quite good communication from my experience in the back line. Uh, Sam was mostly on my side and she did amazing jobs. Every time I looked around, she was exactly where she needed to be. And I think we actually uh, communicated really well. So that was a positive. We got a few good passing strings together did a little bit of attacking uh none of it was too successful but yeah there's stuff there still and we're still definitely working on it um and I think uh another important factor to note uh at least that I know that the game seemed to have gone on for 97 minutes 
Oh. Um, he added a bit of extra time. Um, and I think we ended up having another injury or, you know, tight legs. And I had limited minutes because I was injured. So we ended up really, a lot of people played 80 minutes. And in the sun like that, we got quite tired. And the, the last 10 or so minutes was a bit of a pinball and we kind of lost it a little bit so I think we conceded a a few in the last but the second half particularly at the start I think there was 10 minutes in between every goal for the first two or three Um, so that was a really good effort considering the first half didn't go that well Uh, so that's all for me I think yeah and why why would the ref add time on because I don't know. I don't know. Like, Maria was on the ground too much. <laughs> well, because they, they, they might add injury time, but you, you're not meant to in our leagues. No. Oh, no. Some, some refs can. do. You can, but, like, we didn't, we didn't have any. Yeah, no one was carried off or anything. I don't know yeah, why. Okay. But even, like, the very last goal, the guy was looking at his watch, goal scored, kick off, he, he scored it. He did the whistle. So... Like he knew, so even that last goal, like, oh, did you really have to add to our pain? But I suppose do you, you did. Do we know the ref, Maria? Is is the ref someone that referees your games <laughs> often? Um, no, 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 we don't know the ref. And we actually asked him a few times, what was the time? Because he felt it was going for way too long and there was not going to add extra time anyway. And it was not the game. Like, it wasn't close. <laughs> yeah, like, relax. <laughs> getting pummeled. <laughs> Do you know what? He probably took, so in uh, my understanding, and a referee listening might tell me I'm wrong here, but at a professional level, it's like every sub adds a certain amount of time. Every goal adds a certain amount of time. You know, every injury adds a certain amount of time. Um, but all of these events add time. But obviously you can't do that at our level because it's it's um substitutions, it's, it's rolling subs. It's not uh, sorry, it's interchange, not sub whatever. The one that's unlimited. It's unlimited. So it like you can't add a minute for every interchange because you would it would go for two. I, I don't know. Anyway, he obviously thought that this was the A-League and he needed to to be very precise with his time management. Yeah, he gets like paid by the game. So I don't know why he wanted to be there for longer. Vitamin D, mate. Vitamin D. (laughs) (laughs) Having a nice time running around. What a lovely time. Now, someone who was having a lovely time was Maria, uh, who I heard scored at least one goal. Uh, Maria, talk to us about the game from your perspective. Uh, Well, our first round didn't go well uh, we conceded 10 goals so because we obviously are fighting for promotion we need to be aware of goal defense so we needed to push a little bit in this game uh, it started quite well we started playing from the back quite well our center backs um, in the previous game didn't really hold the line so we were practicing uh, playing offside and, and making sure they were all on the line and no one was getting behind, which I think the defence worked uh, very well on that. Midfielders, we could play the ball, we switched the ball quite well. 
and our wing is um we're doing the job trying all the way to the line passing back or shooting um i did score a goal well i was falling so i don't know it counts but <laughs> i didn't mean to score so i don't know I remember every um, second of that because I think it went past me. <laughs> I could see it <laughs> just bubbling into the corner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, from from our part, it was nice to see that everything we'll be working on, um, paid off. And not just not just the score is also playing playing well. You got beaten the week before by Manningham. Is that correct? Yeah. United. Ten, and you, ten one. Yeah. And do you think if you put what you put together yesterday, they would win so easily, or do you think you'd give them a bit of a run for their money next time? I think, yeah, I think it would be a bit more equal. They were a very good side though. Mm-hmm. They were very fast, very technical. They did their switching with long balls, which obviously is hard for our defense because they were young. And faster than us, but I think we, you know, we we could be a bit closer and not concede ten goals. Maria, can you tell us a little bit about your club? So Monash City Villarreal, uh, the club itself, and your role in the club as well, because you're not just a player. Yeah. So. Monas Villarreal is part of Villarreal in Spain. So they open a club and an academy. They usually send the technical director from Spain, from their own academy. So that's why it says on the website, it's, it's always in contact with Villarreal Spain. <laughs> I knew it wasn't true. I was like, this is impossible. <laughs> They send us the methodology and um, the way of playing. So we try to implement that into our coaches first so they can put it into the teams. So I work there in football department. So I do a bit of that. I help around. I help coaches if they need to with a session. And I also coach the team, not the senior women. I coach the under 10 kangaroos. How how's your under tens going? Did they win? Uh we haven't started very well. Oh no. We draw <laughs> yeah. We draw the first round. Uh we lost yesterday. But hopefully we we win next weekend. Amazing. Well it's so good to see you and to have you on. We all miss you very much, but we are very supportive of you and your and your life. So that is that is okay. only for one season though. You better come back next season. <laughs> I, I do have just one question. There was a um a last minute shift in the the game. Uh, we were all ready for a Friday night game, Maria, and you shifted it to Sunday afternoon. Is that a tactic that you guys use often? No, no, no. So with senior women's they uh meet Oval, which is part of Brighton Grammar. Uh, unfortunately, the school didn't change the goals on time, so they too small. And Goodwill Victoria said we can't play there, oh. so we have to move it. Yeah. Ah. Oh. 
So basically, Maria was engaging in mind games. And it was Maria specifically, <laughs> not the club. It was Maria <laughs> decided, I know how to get under Dutchie's skin. Well, it worked. I, I couldn't play the game in the end. <laughs> I was pretty annoyed. <laughs> well, yes, as I said, we're very supportive, except when there is underhanded, uh, scandalous tactics like that. Well, we'll move on to the other game on the weekend and uh, we'll prepare for a little bit of whiplash because State 2's beat Berwick City 8-0. Goals to Lily times 2, Grace times 2, Gwyneth, Lucinda, Danny and Loz. So a very successful outing. I was in Sydney for this game for the A-League Women's Grand Final. So Paul from last season took over and you just immediately win without (laughs) me there. Uh, I question whether this is some sort of misogyny or something going on (laughs) in this results. Uh, I'm, I'm kidding. Kirsten, you were there. You were, I'm told, an excellent performing number six in this game talk us through <laughs> what happened um yeah so we got there on Sunday obviously Paul was coaching us and he just came back into the change room as if he never <laughs> left <laughs> strolled back in yeah um so he obviously had a lot of notes from you Taryn just kind of outlining what you wanted from each of us um so he just went through those with each of us kind of one by one and we all just knew what you wanted us to do and so we all went out very prepared and um it clearly worked out very well because um I think within the first five minutes we had a goal um it might have been Lily that got the first goal I'm not sure yes Um, yes according to my my match notes that I received right um yeah, we just we just did everything by the book, I think. We communicated well. We played back when needed. We switched play. We stayed relaxed. I think last year when we played Berwick, we had a tendency to um, almost just, like, get a bit frazzled and, like, just try and shots on goal, shots on goal, shots on goal, and just, like, didn't stay relaxed, didn't play how we know we play and that's I think what we did different yesterday is that we just played how we normally do we didn't kind of go down to their standard like we were doing last year so yeah um it kind of seemed like every five minutes we had a goal in the first half um and they all came from you know great play um from the backs through the mids to the forwards um, some great crosses from Pete and Jade and Kaz. Um, everything that we'd been like training, doing at training, it just seemed to like happen on the field for us. So it all just like it really went to plan. Um, so we ended up seven nil at half time. Um, I think Danny got the last goal of the first half and um her her goal was just kind of like open net, only the keeper to beat. She just stood up and placed it into the corner. It was just like not rushed, 
nothing like that. It was just so relaxed and by the book. It was great. Um, so we all came off very confident at halftime. Um, you know, we kind of had the game plan to just go back out and do what we did in the first half. Um, and our second half wasn't as great. We did um, kind of start, I think, how we would have played last year. We got a bit ahead of ourselves, a bit overconfident, everyone trying to shoot on goal and weren't playing how we do passing like from backs to, to mids kind of thing. Um, and, yeah, a lot of the shots on goal, because we did still have a lot of shots on goal, we just um, we just didn't take our time with them. We rushed our shots and, yeah, I think that kind of reflected the 1-0 second half compared to the 7-0 first half. But um, we clawed it back in the last 15 minutes. We played very well again. So, yeah, I think um, overall it was a very comprehensive win, I would call it. Um, yeah, everyone's very happy at the end of that day. <laughs> yeah, I got some some excited messages uh, from from some people at the end of that, which is, yeah, it's just it's just really cool. And I hope Paul doesn't mind me reading his notes, but I'm just going to read this paragraph. So this is Danny's goal at the at the end of the first half, right? And this this just to me, this is everything. Like I can visualize this goal. Like I see it written down. I can see it happening. Lewis won- wins the ball in midfield. Plays it to Annabelle wide. Who plays it back to Lewis, who's kept her run going. Draws the defender. Squares it to Danny run into the box, scores. That's so good. Yes. Come on. Uh, Yeah. No. Awesome. Cool. 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 So yeah. Successful day. Um, I'm not going to say how, I mean, spoiler for moment of the week. Uh, I was completely doing something else I was working when when the game was happening and I was so distracted from the work that I was meant to be doing I was like Paul (laughs) tell me the score like what's going on what's happening uh so it was yeah it was pretty awesome getting that news so did you only get an update at the end of the game Taryn or did you get it just at the end only at the end yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so I was so nervous yeah and Beric last season definitely caused us some issues uh I think yeah I think Kirsten you're exactly right we definitely did have a tendency to to play down to other teams levels and it's so so pleasing to hear that we didn't do that that's awesome was there any interesting moments any any random guys speaking to Paul I'm sure there was no one telling him how to coach (laughs) (laughs) There was a moment, I can't remember if it was the first half, second half, but um, Beric was making a um, substitution and one of their players didn't go off the field. So they momentarily had 12 players on and, you know, we were about to start play and I think the ref caught it just in time, but there was a big, a good like minute that everyone was doing head checks and it turned <laughs> out they had like 12 <laughs> players on the field and I'm um, like, oh, no, 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 she just forgot to go off. It's all right. We'll go off now. <laughs> so one of their players um, trotted off before um, play started, thankfully. But, yeah, that did. That was a, 
a weird moment in, in the game, I suppose. <laughs> I wonder what the... Well, Nia's been pouring through the competition regulations and she, she found out you can have 17 so good. on the so field. Good. Uh, instead, well, not on the field, on in your match day squad instead of 16. So I wonder if there's anything in the regulations about if that happens. I mean, it, I guess it would be fielding an ineligible player. So I guess it would be a 3-0 forfeit. But that would benefit no, Beric, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, interesting. interesting. I wonder if she just didn't hear her name called. So didn't I think that, I think that's what happens. Or if she didn't want to hear her name called and didn't want to come off, so it was just like, well, I'm not coming off. <laughs> this is an interesting segue. This has nothing to do with any of the games. Has anyone seen that happen at any level, where someone's just not come off? <laughs> There's been times where I haven't wanted to come off. I've I'm just having like a flashback to a high school game that I once played, <laughs> and a player on the opposition team just like sat down and refused to come off. <laughs> anyway, this is nothing about. Uh, it's not not about that. Not about that. Uh, were, were there any animals? Any dogs? Any kind of interesting <laughs> wildlife? <laughs> Um, not that I can recall. Obviously, Pete had her dogs there. I think, um, I think it was Gwyn and Luce had a dog there too. Is that, is that a big fluffy one? No, I think it was a small. Oh no, that's the, that's the youths. That's their dog. Okay. (laughs) All right. There's, there's different, there's twins and both sets of twins have dogs and okay. So this is a smaller dog. All right. Got it, got it, got it. Crazy that a um unleashed dog didn't run on the pitch because I swear that happens every week. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly that didn't happen this week. <laughs> well, I'm glad that that uh no one tried to tell Paul how to go <laughs> <laughs> who was walking their dog. Well, that's it for the recaps of the games. Well, we're gonna jump to trivia now duchy can you give us the rolling count for the quiz at the moment i can so taryn you're on one Got the it. guests are on three and i'm on two okay okay so it's a it's a tight competition i mean i think we're the thing is, if the guests are one entity this is my bone to pick with you yeah if yeah the guests are one entity they're gonna win they're gonna smash it Weren't we doing state two and state three? Oh, were we? Yeah, come and on, then, Dutchie, get with the program. Then, all right, and then we're doing the the real guest, which is Maria. Yeah. She can be state three. <laughs> <laughs> we deserve it. Because the problem is if we treat all the guests as one entity, the guests outnumber us, and yeah. I don't want to lose. I want to win. <laughs> okay. So I need to decide of the three points the guests have, which would have all been from last week. Mm. Who got them? We might need to go back and listen. I'll fix that up for next week. Okay. Angela got one, so that's a that's a guest. Yep. I don't know. I don't remember if Milo or Lance got one. I'll go back and listen. I'll correct this for next week. Okay. We'll figure it out. We're gonna we're gonna have this is gonna be properly tracked this year because I'm not doing it. That's years. Yeah, yeah. Love a competition. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'll get us started with the first quiz question for today so yesterday 
I missed the game because I was at the Liberty A-League Grand Final, A-League Women. The attendance was the record for a women's domestic match in Australian football history. How close can you get to the exact number of people who were at Combank Stadium yesterday? CC, start with you. Uh, 10,380. I would need to That's write this. Guess. I need to write this down. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> 10,380. Yeah. Very specific. Okay, cool. Kirsten. Um, I think I saw this pop up today. I can't remember exactly, but I think it was around 9,704, I'm going to guess. All right, Dutchie? I think I saw it pop up as well, and I think I saw 9,000. I'll go 9,818. Okay. And Maria? I have no clue. I say 9,864. Okay. Well, Kirsten got the closest. Uh, so the number was 9,519. So everyone shot just a little bit over. Uh, Kirsten's guess was the closest. So there you go. Biggest crowd for a domestic women's match in Australian football history. What a time. And we are going to demolish all of the international records when it comes to the World Cup. So think about that. How exciting is that going to be? Are our stadiums big enough? Yeah, the Sydney one's being held in an 80,000 seater and it's sold out. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. It's pretty cool. It's going to be That is exciting. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it will be exciting. <laughs> All right, so we're giving that to Kirsten. Stay we'll give that team. to Kirsten. Stacey, what question have you got for us? All right, I didn't have a heap of time to prepare, so I'm going with something immediately within my view site Gertie our state three coach has been wearing a orange jumper for pretty much all season so far what cartoon character does that have on it I have no idea yeah everyone's (laughs) shaking their head it's a soccer she calls it her soccer jumper and it's an Australian open it's that one isn't it Yep, correct. Because I was like, why is there a cartoon character on an Australian Open? Like, it just doesn't look tennis-like <laughs> at all. Is it some sort of bird? But yeah. I don't I don't really know cartoons. Like, Tweety Bird? <laughs> Does everyone want to have, like, a guess and then you well, just Well, Tweety Bird's the only bird I know. I would have guessed that as well. Big Bird? It's not Big Bird. Yeah, I'm going to go with, with Tweety Bird. So you said it was a bird, did you? No, I did oh, not, not confirm okay. that. Okay. <laughs> Might not be a bird. Hmm. I'm gonna I've got guess no idea. Bugs Bunny, I think. That's actually probably Maria. Oh, yeah, maybe it is. Oh, no, Maria, go. No clue. <laughs> I think she did wear it on Sunday, if that helps. but She wears it to every game. Yeah. It's a soccer jumper. All right. I, I think I'll break break it, but uh, Kirsten is correct. It is Oh, uh, Kirsten. Oh, my God. You're <laughs> a monster. 
<laughs> in like a, like a good positive monster like you're, yeah. like you're a monster at trivia you know this is why it took her so long to come on <laughs> <laughs> she was starting all right since kirsten is so good at trivia kirsten what's your question for us um i have a world cup question so in the 2019 women's world cup which team had the most yellow cards Spain. England. <clears throat> Germany. I want, to, I want to say England as well. <laughs> no, it was Brazil. Oh, <laughs> Brazil. Yeah, Brazil ended <laughs> up with 11 yellow cards and then Nigeria was second with 10. Considering I don't think Brazil made it past the first <laughs> knockout game, that's a seriously impressive feat. No, I mean, Nigeria is actually more impressive because I don't think they made it out of the group, did they? How do you get that many? Uh, I, it's fine. Well, let's <laughs> see what happens this year. Yeah. All right, Dutch, you so go who, on. Did, no one got that. Is that no correct? One got it. No, okay. Zero, big zero, big egg. All right. I've got a World Cup related question as well. So... A number of countries have released their women's World Cup jerseys. There's been a bit of talk around the uh, the team about what we're ordering um, and they're, they're available to purchase. So there's a number of brands who make jerseys. Now, Nike is one of the bigger brands um, and unfortunately don't make their jerseys true to size. You have to go up a few sizes. Um, but how many federations or countries has Nike released their kits for for this World Cup? How many are they making? Five. Eight. Twelve. Uh, ten. Maria, you're close. They're making 13. Oh. Uh, you've got the question that finally stumped Kirsten. Oh my <laughs> yes, we stopped, stopped her run. <laughs> Wow, 13. The Adidas ones are better, just saying. The well, Adidas that's kids that's are way better. Yeah, I believe that's a bit of the talk around the, the club as well. I mean, yeah, the Arroway kits look like toothpaste. No offense. No, I think there's a few people that quite like the colors, Taryn. Well, they're wrong. Were you, were you so, at training this week? I'm just saying they're objectively wrong. So I don't make the rules. <laughs> <laughs> Maria, what is your trivia question for us? All right. I have an easy one. Oh. Who won their last women's Ballon d'Or? What's her name again? <laughs> I have no idea. I do. I know this. I know it as well. You'll know it. Oh, well, wait. Kirsten. Kirsten? Um, I don't know it. I'm going to guess... Lucy Bronze. That is that is a player indeed. Go on, Dutchie. No, I can't even think of her name right now. She plays for Spain. Um, and she was injured. Is she back? She's back from injury now. Yeah. Just just got back. Yes. Just got back. Although she well, she won't be at the World Cup. Why not? This is amazing. She's a coach. Oh, of course. Is that not sorted yes. yet? No. She's um, one of the ones who left. Oh, Patella? No, something like that. What's her surname? Um, 
Starts with that, P, doesn't it? Is that close enough, Maria? Do we do we give it to her? I think so. Uh, <laughs> I want I want to get her first. I know her name. I think I follow her even. And I noticed that Sam Kerr doesn't follow her. <laughs> I just wondered if they're friends. Alex, Alex, is that her name? Close. Oh. Close, close. Her initials are AP. Just make it more Spanish. Alexia? Yes. yes. <laughs> that was a good clue. Alexia Patalia? Something like that. Close. Alexia Patella, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got there. God. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I've headed the ball too many times. My memory is just shot. I mean, I didn't say it. It's, it's Alexia. I know you were always going to get that one, though, Taryn. So I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, she's won it a few times, Maria. Is that right? Yeah, two times, her second time. Is she really mm. that good? She is very good. Yeah. She is very good. Okay. Yeah. What is the Ballon d'Or? Is that like just best player in the World Cup or something? In the World for the season. Oh, for the season. Okay. Like but it's year. just, is it the official one? It's the one that's, there's lots of awards, right? Isn't it a little bit controversial about what, which award determines the best player in the world? This one's traditionally been the one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, is that right? yeah. I read something about like that. Ages, yeah, yeah. It has only been the women's one for maybe five years. So there's the FIFA best player, which is a FIFA-run one, and the Ballon d'Or is run by the French Football Federation. Okay. And, yeah, Ada Hagerberg won the first one. That was maybe five years ago. Um, Sam Kerr's been like third every time. <laughs> she never wins. So, Taryn, do we both get a point for that? Yeah. Great. Ada Hagerberg, Megan Rapino, and then Alexia Piteas times two. That's it. They're the only winners. All right, Dutchie, can you give us a final sally? At the oh, end? Okay. All Please. right. Well, I'm on, in no particular order, I'm on three. Sharon, you're on two. And I've got to, obviously I don't have this, this part right, but we know state two, or Kirsten got two tonight. Our guest got one. And surely there's some state three in there, but I need to work that out next week. I'll have the official results. Yeah. Sorry, team. Stand by. Stand sorry, by. Sorry, CC. <laughs> All right. This is future Taryn, editing Taryn, coming in with the junior corner for this week. So just like last time, it's full pitch up in on the girls' side, uh, except for Lanza's under 12s because Lanza's the coach. So we'll start with them. Uh, unfortunately, another defeat for them against Northern Falcons on the weekend. But as we all know, they are in good hands with a wonderful coach. So I'm sure that they'll begin to turn that around soon. The under-15s had a 5-1 win against Diamond Valley United Soccer Club at Fairfield Park on the weekend. Uh, I don't know people's last names, so I can't tell you the goal scorers. I do know that Clody scored twice, so congrats to Clody. Uh, everyone else, I don't recognize you by your first initial and last name. I am sorry. The under-16s, unfortunately, fell to FC Strathmore 5-1. But they did get a goal. Uh, again, don't recognize you by your surname. Sorry. But congrats to whoever that was. <laughs> That's good. 
the under 18s had a bye. So they've actually gone two rounds without playing, unfortunately, for the 18s uh, with a forfeit in round one and then a bye in round two. So they'll be looking forward to playing Williamstown next week and hopefully come up with the first three points of the season. Then we'll jump to the senior men's. So a successful weekend for them. The seniors beat Keon Park 3-1 and the Rezies also coming up the goods, a 5-2 win. If we take a look at the State League 5 North ladder, the senior men now sitting second, only one point behind first. So definitely keep an eye out on when home games are happening for the senior men. They're usually on a Saturday afternoon and definitely come down if you can. Okay, and now time for everyone's favourite segment, the highlight of the podcast, the apex, the light, the sun, right? the, 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 the beautiful sunrise of Dutchie's scouting segment. Dutchie, what can you tell us about the okay. teams that we're playing this week? Well, we'll start with State 2 because you're playing at 1pm on Sunday. Uh, you're playing Noble Park United. Um, I don't know if you've done your research on this team yet, Taryn, but they're currently fourth on the ladder. Uh, they've had one win and one draw. Uh, their goal difference is three. Last week they drew against Doveton, so one all draw. And in round one they beat Maccabi FC 4-1. Now they finished second in State 3 South in 2022, so they got promoted and they beat Clifton Hill in the playoff. And I'm mentioning that because Clifton Hill was in our State League 3 division and they were quite a strong team. Um, They've only got one women's team and I kind of had a look at their socials. Um, They don't have a website, but they've got a Facebook. And I started seeing pictures that reminded me a little bit of Fitzroy City. So as we know, there's a few players in this club. Um, So they they are one of the Serbian clubs in Victoria. They're one of the rivals of Fitzroy City. Um, So they don't have any junior girls. They've got one women's team. Um, On their main uh, Facebook page, they did kind of put up scores for the women, but then I found that the women have their own Instagram page. But interestingly, there wasn't too much on it, but they have TikTok. Now, I'm not young enough to even know. Well, I haven't got an account with TikTok and I'm not going to get one, but if someone wants to just check their TikTok account just to make sure there's no secrets on there that I've missed. Um, yeah, but I think, you know, they look like a, um, I don't know, I don't really know what to expect because we haven't played Doveton or Maccabi yet. Um, one of the players might have been an ex-coach's sister. So those that played for Fitzroy who had a coach for a number of years called Yelenko. I believe his sister might be in the team um, just looking at the players list. So um, if you see her, say hello. But I don't know. How do you think we're going to go, Taryn? Sorry, I'm I'm looking up TikToks now. Uh, <laughs> oh, amazing. Good. Okay, well, you're on TikTok. I think Doveton will be one of the stronger teams in the competition. They drew with Doveton. Okay. So, so we're thinking uh, they could be okay. We're thinking they could be okay, but I don't think that they'll be any stronger than Elwood were. So I think that if we play the way that we can play, we'll do well. Yeah. Okay. Well, it'll be good to see. It'll be good, especially after last yesterday's game. I think we'll come out 
pretty fired up and strong, so it'll be a good game. Now, State 3, we're playing at home, which is exciting. We're playing Malvern City, so that's on Sunday at 3 p.m. Now, Malvern are currently sixth on the ladder. They've had one win and one loss. They've got a goal difference of negative one. Uh, last week, they lost to Melbourne Uni, but they only lost 2-0. Okay, but so they're probably not as good as Melbourne Uni, um, but they didn't lose by as much as we did. In round one, they defeated FC Melbourne Serbia uh, 2-1. Um, I had a look at their socials. Um, they were obviously in the same, well, before I go into that, they were in the same league as us last season. So we do, we are familiar with Melbourne. They finished seventh. They've got two women's teams. So they've got another team in State League Four. They offered free rego to all of their women's players this season, which I always think is interesting. Um, they're a big club. Like you have a look at their website and their socials. They've got heaps of teams. They've got MPL juniors. So I'd say that's why they're probably subsidising the women's. Um, nothing too much in their socials. They've just got the one kind of Instagram page and it's pretty, you know, even they post a lot about the women's games and they do these nice posts at the end of each Sunday to say all the games, all the juniors and um, how they've all been going. So they've had, you know, as a club, they've had a lot of wins. They did post a wedding photo and it looks like one of their senior women's players married one of their senior men's players. Oh I love God, a good stop, club wedding. It. Yes. Yeah, it was so cute. Anyway, that was just a note to make. I hope they met at the soccer club too. That'd be lovely. Anyway, hopefully we give them a good run for their money. I think they'll be a, a nice team for us to play. So we'll see how we go. That's so nice. Oh, don't we love love? Really? How beautiful. What a time. How nice. Yeah, I want a club wedding. Yeah. Anyone? 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 There's, there's Anyone? two people on this podcast that could give us a club wedding. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, clock putting is it out there. Putting it out there. Yep. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Dutchie. Wonderful as always. I did just find their TikTok. It only has two videos. So are they any good? One of them is of the Dizzy Challenge where they all spin around in circles and fall over. And the other one is a highlights video of 2022, some of which is game footage, but only a very small amount. What's like, the rest of it? Just oh, just other stuff. Just having fun, hanging out. They seem yeah. fun. I'm sure they're nice. Yeah, 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 completely. Yeah. I was just curious. Okay. Good to know you've got TikTok, TikTok, Taryn. TikTok, TikTok, whatever it's the called. Kids, the kids on their TikTok. I, I thought I was going to have to, you know, contact one of the new juniors that have come up to our team and say, "Hey, you need to help me out here. I've got you, Taryn." Oh, good. I'm right on the precipice. I'm one. Amazing. I'm the youngest possible millennial. Okay, got it. All right. Good to know. There you go. All right. Well, now on to our final segment of the week the wholesomest segment and that is our moment of the week maria do you want to get us started um it was nice to play not nice but it was nice to see the girls and, and play against them it was it was a bit of a fire um because nia was defending me that's what i wanted to hear i was going to ask this question <laughs> who did we put on you okay so it was it was very good. She did her usual slide tackles. Um, she took out your ankles. I think once, yeah. Yeah, good. Um, and then I got the ball at one point, and 
I got pushed by someone. And when I was on the floor, I turned around and Milo was laughing and running backwards. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I saw Milo floor you. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was actually quite funny. Thanks, Milo. <laughs> Kirsten? Um, yeah, for me, it was just yesterday's game. Um, it was my first game back to the season and it was just, it was very nice just to be back and to get a good win that I don't think we got last year to such an extent. I think we just weren't able to do it last year. So, yeah, to be able to do that yesterday, that was was really nice. Amazing. Cece? Uh, mine was uh, watching Haley, one of our new uh, players who's first year with the club, uh, she, I think, is usually one of our defenders, but got put as a forward. And the ball got past her and she was so excited. You could see her leaping. And uh, she, I don't know how she tripped, but she fell. And we could even hear, like, her body hit the ground. And it was so funny. Like, her excitement just got, I think it just wasn't contained. And then <laughs> she <laughs> lost control of herself and fell over. And it was really funny to watch. <laughs> Amazing. Dodgy? Mine, like I wasn't at the game and I only trained once, so I was trying to think of what my moment of the week was. But I believe the Matildas docuseries was released this week, um, The World at Our Feet. I haven't caught up on it yet, but I believe there was a bit of chitter-chatter on our WhatsApp chat about it. Is that what that was from? And people were posting photos of like our teammates that appeared in the show. (laughs) Yeah, there was a very clear photo of Danny in episode (laughs) six. Uh, which is quite And which amusing. match? Was it at the Brisbane match? When no, it was in Melbourne. It was in Melbourne, Melbourne when we smashed Sweden, yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. Anyway, there was a bit of excitement and then people were like, M posted a picture of her boss and it was just like free for all. Like, Here's a photo of this person. I'm like, I need to catch up and watch this. So, um, yeah, I'm keen to do it. But it was kind of exciting just to see how excited we are all were about that docuseries coming up, which is great. It's it's pretty great. It's a big year in women's football and, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of fun to go to all the games. Uh, for me, my moment of the week was, uh, you know, halftime at the grand final. I'm sitting in the press box at Combank Stadium and all I could think about was the Yarra Jets. <laughs> and I'm there, like, messaging Paul, like, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, like, what's happened, what's happened, what's happened? Um and getting that result and there was no other context as well. And he kept trying to call me and I'm like, no, I've got to work. Like, please, like I'm in the middle of something. <laughs> and he was like, can I call you now? I'm like, oh, I've got, I'm in Sydney. I've got to go to dinner with my family. Like, no. Um, so I just get this like 8-0 and I'm like, yes. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was good. And then I didn't find out the state three result until a little bit later. Uh, and I, I came back to earth a little bit and, and then that was a little bit depressing. But in those few hours where I didn't know, uh, it was it was good so yeah that was that was hard when you're not at the game because you're often thinking about the game I was driving home from a weekend away and I'm like okay they'll just be taking the field now and it'll be half time now I wonder how they're going and it's just weird how much you think about it and then I was too scared to ask the result because I knew they played Marie's team I'm like oh just wait in here (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean that was yeah I think it's very funny um 
you know, I think, oh, as a coach, I'm very involved now. And then I think, and I'm like, no, as a player, I was exactly like this. I was obsessed. Uh-huh. I'd, be, yeah. I'd be like clicking on all the teams. Like, why yeah. we've got a podcast because we're obsessed. Because we're obsessed. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, if you are as obsessed with us as we are with football, you should follow us. You can follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or our RSS feed. No other platforms haven't figured it out. Uh, If you do have a request for a specific platform that it should be on, do let me know. But I think those three kind of cover it. You can click the links, you can go on Spotify, you can go on Apple Podcasts. Uh, We are listed as the Yarra Jets Senior Women's Pod. So it's not just the Yarra Jets Pod. Um, So you'll need to go, you'll need to search those terms to find it. I will update the photo soon. I promise. <laughs> I absolutely promise. You can follow us on socials. You can follow Yarra Jets Pod on Twitter. Uh, Yarra Jets WFC on Instagram. Sam does an awesome job on Instagram. There's so much cool stuff there. Um, she's repeatedly threatened to post a, a video of Gertie and I screaming into the microphone. So if that comes to pass, <laughs> you should follow the Instagram uh, to see it firsthand. You can follow me on Twitter at Taryn Hiddo. Dutchie, where can we find you? I just looked it up at Fiona Holland. I've got 15 followers, guys. Wow. I don't even know who they are. Let me have a look. Anyway, go on. <laughs> Great. So follow Dutchie at Fiona Holland on Twitter. Claire. Don't follow um, Claire. I'm all right. Fantastic. I'm assuming no one should follow Kirsten. That is that is a scared face. <laughs> Maria, should anyone follow you? No, I don't have social media. Fantastic. All right. Well, follow the Arrogates pod on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me. Follow Dutchie. And do not, under any circumstances, follow Claire, Kirsten, or Maria. That is the Yarra Jets podcast for today. I hope you have had a wonderful morning, afternoon or evening. Thank you for listening and goodbye. 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 <laughs>